Hello and welcome to our podcast, Gloss and Goss. I'm Jade. And I'm Avril. Here we discuss everything from beauty tips to lifestyle and just general news and gossip. So if you like what you hear, please show your support and subscribe. Leave us a rating and review and enjoy. Enjoy, yay. So welcome back. Yay, episode seven. Episode seven. I can't believe it. I say it every single time. And what did I say to you the other day? So she said to me last night that most podcasts fail after seven episodes. Yes, let's hope there's an eighth. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, most of them. Apparently they do fail. They do at seven and then that's the number and then that's it. They just don't carry on. Mm, You may notice a slight change in the sound quality this week. Thank God. It's been pissing me off. Yeah, (laughs) Avril's not stopped going on about it since we started recording this, but we've got two Two new microphones, so we sound, we look legit now. Like we sound, yeah. we feel like <laughs> pop stars with these microphones. They're like handheld. It's taking me back to my performing oh, days. Oh, here we go. Yeah, but you can't keep <laughs> saying that. I never perform for these people. I don't do it anymore. I'm retired. Oh, mate. <laughs> right. What are we talking about today? We are doing a bridal special. Yes. So we're gonna be going through our favorite bridal products and skin prep and like facials and everything to know what we would suggest to our brides, basically. Yeah. So bridal get their skin perfect. Yeah. I don't know about you, but bridal makeup is one of my favorites to do because I just feel like there's always such a nice atmosphere in the morning. Such a nice atmosphere until you feel until they get changed and then it's like another. It's like all hell breaks Yeah, <laughs> but you feel like part of the bridal party, don't yeah, you? You, you do. feel like part of the crew, like mm-hmm. y- everyone gets you involved. It's really nice. I just love the atmosphere when and I'm the doing bridal makeup. that they usually yeah. bring in. <laughs> and I don't know about you, but I feel like when I first started doing bridal makeup, the pressure I felt, oh, I because it's someone's, the biggest day of someone's life and you've got to make them look the most beautiful they have ever looked in their entire oh, life. No, the pressure is real. I used to yeah. be really, really scared. Now yeah, I don't, I don't get nervous cross now. my mind now, yeah. but I used to be so nervous. And we always say to our students, you know, you are going to get nervous at first because we did. It took me a long time to get used to weddings. Yeah, and I don't feel like you should start doing bridal makeup until you are confident in your skills and ability Absolutely. because it, you, you can't mess around with someone's big day. No, not their big day. But it always makes me laugh because I'm always sitting there and it's always calm mm. at the beginning because usually we have to get there quite early, start making everyone up mm-hmm. and the bride gets in the chair and then shit gets real and yeah. then they go really quiet and then I'm like, are you okay? And they're like... I thought I was really calm and now it's like hit me because they start to get ready. It's funny, isn't it? Because some brides are like super calm, chilled, Mm. like doesn't phase them. And then some people just go into like a shell of themselves and don't (laughs) speak the whole time. Yeah, they do get nervous, I think. And I think because they're starting to get ready, it feels more real. Yeah. How do you feel like, what, what do you think you'll be like on your wedding day? Oh my God, I don't know. Stressful because I'm a stress head anyway. You're a bit aggy. ready for a night out. Yeah, but then everyone's thing is. I feel like you would be a snapper. You would snap at people. Attitude. (laughs) I think so as well because I just uh, everyone everyone always says this to me. Every wedding I've ever done. Oh, have you ever known such a calm bride? Yeah. And then it always gets to the point when there's like ten girls getting dressed, and I feel like that's chaos. Yeah, the last hour is always chaos. I feel no matter how calm they are, and no matter how much time they leave, it's always a rush at the end. Always, and I always stand there like, yeah, you are, but really in the back of my head, I think just wait a couple of hours. Yeah, (laughs) I'm a crier. Yeah, I reckon you're going to be crying about everything on your big day. I will before my makeup's done. I reckon I'll hold it together mm. once I've done my makeup. Mm. You are That's the a closest good question as well. of two of us who's actually nearly got what a wedding. 
Well, no, I'm, I'm still very early days in my relationship. No, you're so. the closest out of two of us that actually, you got proposed to. Oh, yeah, I was engaged, yeah. I have Didn't never... Didn't make it down the aisle. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've never even come close. What am I doing wrong here? I don't know. Our time will come. <sighs> Let's bloody hope so. Anyway, Moving on a lighter on. note. <laughs> Moving Let's on. Let's talk about our favourite bridal products so mm-hmm. this is i always kind of have a separate kit i would say almost for my bridles because i i whack out you know all my little fancy stuff yeah i mean i should separate my kit it's just a lot more effort than i'm willing to make so <laughs> I, I always go for the same products for yeah. bridal there's specific products in my kit that are that are favorites for my bridal what's your top five bridal products that top you can have you just do top five you've yeah. literally just put me on the spot okay. i can think of top i can think of five i can th- yeah i th- can think of more than five but mm. my top five favorite mm-hmm. okay so number one is probably the charlotte tilbury magic cream because yes. i find that it just sits so lovely on the skin and makeup applies so nice over the top of it and it's luxurious makes yeah. brides feel nice yeah um Favourite foundation for bridal is probably the Shiseido Self-Refreshing Synchro Skin Foundation. It's a bit of a mouthful. Yeah, that is a mouthful. Mm. What a ball lake. I like that. Or the NARS Sheer Glow, depending on the person's skin skin type. type, Yeah. But I do have my set favourite foundations. Um, What else do I love for bridal? Oh, the Charlotte Tilbury Flawless Filter. You mix mix it with foundation, put it on before foundation. After. I just feel like... I don't know what it is. Mm. It just changes the glow, changes the game for me. And for mothers of the bride that don't yeah. wear a lot of makeup, I actually use that just as like their foundation, just to even, because it's got a tiny bit of colour to it. It's more like a face colour than a foundation. Yeah. yeah. So I use it on the mother of the brides, you know, the ones that don't wear any makeup, yeah. you know, and I just kind of pull it on and they look really healthy and glowy. Yeah. Um, so that's a really good staple to have, I feel. Absolutely. Another favourite product. So what's this, number three? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, number three. No, that was number three. Yeah, number, number four. four. <laughs> <laughs> um, Natasha Denona eyeshadows. Oh, shit. We never, ever. Why have we, we not never mentioned bring Natasha Denona? She's one of our favourite makeup brands. Yeah. Do you know what it is? It's because it's so expensive. But it's your wedding day. No exactly. expense spared. So for bridal... Natasha Denona eyeshadows mm. are the one. They like are the one. Sh- her shimmers are incredible. I picked her some mattes up, didn't are I? so velvety. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm obsessed with that palette. I mm. absolutely love it. When I went to New York, um, I literally went to Sephora like five, six times. And I come home and Jade was like, just grab me every single thing that you get. And I come home with quite a few Natasha Denona products, didn't we? And that's when yeah. we kind of, that's the first time we kind of used her, weren't mm-hmm. it? Isn't it funny how when we order makeup, we buy two of everything oh, because we know. know the other person is going to want it. <laughs> I know it is a problem. I feel. Oh, like, we've got it you bought um, the other. D- oh, you bought Morphe lip liner. The oh other yeah, and day I just and grabbed you, you one. Like, oh, I got you one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because mine always go. My, yeah. my lip liners they vanish when I go out. Not like I mean, I haven't been out for a while, but yeah, my um, lipstick and lip liner always goes when I go on a night out. This is what brings me on to number five lip products for bridal. Go and say yours because I've got a perfect one. It's not so much the shade, but more the brand mm-hmm. Patrick Tar. Yes. Lip products because the lip creams mm-hmm. are just so beautiful and the lip liners last all day on me. I always tend to put a liquid lipstick on mm-hmm. and then I suggest to the bride a similar colour that's a cream lipstick so they can top it yeah. up. Because if you keep layering liquid lipstick on top of each other, it's going to go really bitty. Yeah. So I always put it on at first and I'm like, right, walk up the eye with that. It's stay proof, you know, do your kissing, do whatever you need to do. Yeah. And then top up 
with a cream lipstick throughout the day. Yeah. Do you know what my favourite cream lipstick? And it's very luxurious and it is a bit of a splurge. Is it Tom Ford? Tom Ford Spanish pink mm. lipstick. If you want to go, obviously, for the pinky tones on your lips, yeah. it's so luxurious. You feel like really bougie grabbing it out. Your, like your bridesmaid grabbing it out your purse. Tom Ford, the packaging's, the packaging's beautiful. beautiful. And it's just a perfect, like, lipstick for brides. I think it's just something nice they can keep. It's yeah. luxurious. That You know, it's just... It, ticks all the boxes for me yeah i feel like all of the products we've just listed are all high end but yeah. it's your wedding day if you can't splurge on your wedding day when can you exactly and i feel like again you want your skin and your makeup to be the best it's ever 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 looked yeah. oh also this is another question i get asked i don't really get asked it anymore but i think i used to get asked it quite a lot why are your bridal prices so much more mm, expensive yeah. than your regular client for that reason, I use so much the more expensive products. So do I, and I need to replenish them. Mm-hmm. So if you wanna, if you want to look expensive, uh-huh, honey. Then you, you love have that to, word, don't you? Expensive. I do love that word. I think that's such a good, like, word to describe how you'd want your makeup to look on your day. Yeah, expensive. expensive. So if you want to look that way, you've got to pay the price. Yeah, and imagine if you, you know, you got there and you know you just whacked out loads of. Yeah, and you want. Makeup. I don't know. I feel like your wedding day makeup should be different. Yeah, you want to look the best you have ever looked, and you want to feel the best you've ever felt. Yeah, and I feel like if you're providing a service, you need to make it different from your everyday makeup that you usually Definitely. do. And I still, obviously, we still use a lot of high end in our everyday, yeah. but there's still there's just a few bridal products that. Like you said, it yeah, makes... Yeah, like you're not going to whack a Tom Ford lipstick on everybody. No, not at all, because obviously it's £46. So, you yeah. know, for a tiny little lipstick, you just wouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like... I know the Magic Cream is banging. Yeah. But I do like the Bobbi Brown Vitamin Enriched... Face base. Face base. It yeah, smells beautiful. luxurious. Every time I put it on a bride, they're like, oh, wow, what is that? Yeah, because it smells so amazing. And again, it's got no SPF in it. It's I'm like a spa sure on your face. Yeah, so it just sets the tone for the makeup straight away. Yeah, completely agree. Natasha Denona, I want to talk more about this brand because mm. we haven't talked about her at all. And I feel like we are being a bit repetitive in the brands that we're saying because we have our favourites. Yeah. But Natasha Denona, she... Is she, how has she come up? What, do you know anything about Natasha Denona? I actually don't. I no, feel like I, I should do a bit more research. But I feel like it's a very underrated makeup brand. Yeah, but it's very expensive. So it's it's got a I niche. feel like it's a cult beauty brand. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That, yeah it but is. her palettes, are they range from about £90 up for the big ones, what we've got. Oh, absolutely. So, you know, it is pricey. But the quality of the pigment is none that I've ever had before yeah they it's are beautiful beautiful yeah if you want to treat yourself get yourself a natasha denona palette and the lip the lip products are pretty good as well yes um we actually have brought some of the jamie genevieve ah yes because we was asked makeup. to do reviews on them we have actually used them because we've been back and managed to be able to get it back in our academy this week so we've all used them our students have used them and i really rate it I'm a massive fan of Jamie anyway. I like her yeah. makeup looks. You've I done her makeup, haven't you? I've done her makeup. What was yeah. she like? A make like just so lovely, just normal, really down to earth. Yeah. Um just like nice. Good. It's nice to know. I that didn't she's feel doing like so well. I was doing a celebrity or an influencer. Yeah. She was just like a normal person. She was so kind and like chatty and just really just as you would imagine her to be from her YouTube channel. Yeah, and she has smashed the packaging and the brand and the yeah, pricing, and she's, everything yeah. she's done. When we got it, we was like, This is what we envisioned when we bring out our products. Yeah. She I really, really rate her and I love the makeup brand. From what I've used of it so far, mm. rate all the products. The lip 
let me just talk about the lip colors for a moment because oh, perfect i they? always struggle to find the perfect nude brown tone mm-hmm. um and i think with jamie's collection i found it there's a perfect shade in there i think it's called coming in hot yeah, same and it's like, like and the perfect actual, brown. She's got one called Vive as well, which yeah. is nice. To be honest, I feel like I'm not going to say they're a dupe because they're not a dupe because they have similar pricing, but they are very similar to KKW, Kim yeah. Kardashian's, but hers are hard to get hold of and you have to pay so much for shipping. Yeah. Her lipsticks, if you are thinking of doing a KKW order, have a little look at Jamie Genevieve's first because the tones are very, very yeah, similar. Yeah, the nudes are very similar. I completely and the palette, agree. the black, in, so we brought the palette and the black in the palette is actually black. Now, other makeup artists will know mm-hmm. what we mean when we say that because you can get a lot of blue tones when you get a black shadow yeah it comes out kind of wishy-washy doesn't yeah. it but the, yeah the black pigment in the eyeshadow so palette is like really really it's strong true it's black good. and the lip liners are perfect for contouring mm-hmm. like honestly i'm i'm really loving it and her packaging is spot on it's exactly what we <laughs> what we looked at it was like oh shit got our idea but you know mm-hmm. that's so fine. it's a big five star from us five star <laughs> well i hope she brings out some more collections i'm assuming she will yeah i think she will but i haven't tried the highlighters i want to try that as well oh, and the that. blushes were sold out but oh, I we really wanted want the it. peach one didn't we? yeah i want a couple of her blushes actually yeah we'll have to keep an eye we out we will for come them. back to you on that let me come to you with a question that i often get asked mm-hmm. so if you're a bride and you want to top up your makeup throughout mm. the day, obviously your makeup artist isn't going to be there. Mm-hmm. What would you recommend? That's a really good question, to be fair. I do get asked this a lot. Mm-hmm. So how I would say it to my brides is I feel like you need a sp- hydration spray. Mm-hmm. So, for instance, I would say the Mac Fix Plus is perfect for this. And they do mini bottles, which are perfect to carry around in your handbag yep. or get one of your bridesmaids to keep it in one of their bags throughout the day. I always say that. Just get your bridesmaids yeah. to hang. So I would say the Mac Fix Plus. And what you want to do is, because obviously we w- you will get shinier throughout the day. There, There's no product out there that completely eliminates shine. Mm-hmm. So if you are shiny, I would say spray your makeup with the hydration mist, the Max Fix Plus let it dry so then it kind of separates the powder you've already got on so then you're not layering it and making it look cakey and then I would just take a tiny bit of powder in your t-zone spray one more time to add the dewiness to like fix it in um so that's kind of your face prep and then can I just interrupt there and say that the perfect powder for this is (gasps) the Charlotte Tilbury Mm -hmm. airbrush flawless filter powder i don't know if that's the name of it but the airbrush flawless powder from charlotte tilbury is the best powder to top up with throughout the day because you can apply more and it doesn't go cakey it's the only powder that i know that i know of that can do that and you can layer it up but yeah yeah, definitely spray it first refresh your makeup that's what these hydration sprays are for so i'm not talking about a setting spray i'm talking about hydration spray Mm -hmm. so spray that on first freshen up your makeup pop your powder on then spray again, but technically I would just do the sides of the face when I spray it. Yeah, because you don't want to make the, the T-zone shiny. Exactly. And then I would say you need a lipstick, obviously, to touch up your lipstick. That's why I would say not to go for a liquid because you can't keep layering that throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Um, it will last a good few hours, but I would say it's top it out of a nice creamier lipstick. Yeah, and I'd avoid a gloss as well. Yeah. I do think the best lipsticks for bridal are this kind of satin, sheer mm-hmm. finished lipsticks because... They photograph beautifully, mm-hmm. not like a matte, 
Yeah. Um, but they're not as sticky and annoying as a gloss. You can't go wrong with MAC, really, for lipsticks. You can't yeah. for the price. Or Charlotte Tilbury. Uh, Charlotte Tilbury and MAC, I would say. If you want to go more luxurious, you've got your Tom Ford, you've got your YSL. You know, you look very bougie whacking that out in the middle of your wedding. A nice gold package mm-hmm. lipstick. Um, but yeah, I would literally say get your hydration spray, your powder and a lippy. Yeah, and I think, I think that's, that's all you need. That's if you've got a good makeup artist, your you makeup will stay yeah. put for the entire day. You'll I just need to do minimal touch-ups. Yeah, and I also do, I mean, not like this has ever happened, I don't think, but I always give a tiny little eyelash glue to one of the bridesmaids. I was literally about to say just that. Just in case you cry and your bloody eyelash falls off. Yeah. I mean, I do always recommend individual lashes for bridal yeah. because of that reason. If you're, if you're going to cry, mm-hmm. your lash will come off because the water is unfortunately going to make the glue less tacky. Yeah. Um, but if you've got a little eyelash glue and one of your bridesmaids or you know how to apply lashes, then it'll be fine. Talking of lashes, so usually I always would opt for strip lashes or individual lashes. Yeah. But a lot of the time, brides and bridesmaids do tend to have the lash extensions. Mm-hmm. Um, we have got a little tip because... We always share this with our students, don't we? And they're always amazed. <laughs> um, so when you've done a beautiful eye makeup look, obviously, no matter what eyeshadow you use, you are going to get fallout onto the base of the lash line. That's so, my pet peeve. I hate that. So do I. Especially these cameras, like I said earlier, these cameras, they pick up everything. So, mm-hmm. And there's going to be a lot of shots with your bride looking down. So it, the makeup's got to be perfect. Yeah, you don't want eyeshadow sitting on the lashes. No. So we've, we're quite experienced with um, eyelash extensions and I'm sure a lot of you that are listening will understand that you don't really want mascara through your lashes. If you, Obviously, it's your wedding day, so a lot of brides are usually like up for it, but I have had some brides that don't want mascara. Yeah, because they want to keep their lashes intact. Yeah, especially if they're honeymoon and, and, and stuff. Nice. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So what I would tend to do is get a little comb and get the bride to completely shut their eyes so then you can press against their under eye skin, against the brush, and I'll take a little spoolie and I'll try and get out as much of the residue of the eyeshadow as much as I can from there obviously you're still going to have little specks so I found that the best way to do this is to get a black gel liner Mm -hmm. because it's a lot easier to get off than mascara and I kind of get like a angled brush I'll layer up both sides of it and while their eye is shut I go right from the lash line and I sweep down onto the lashes if that makes sense so it colours in whilst you're brushing away the pigment fallout yeah, so you're you almost painting the lashes with the black gel liner, that's but you're not going to use as way. much product as you would if you was putting mascara on. Yeah, I think yeah. that's a much, much easier, shortened version of what I just said. You're painting the top of the lash lines with a black gel liner. Yeah. And it means that they can actually just use a little cotton bud with water with gel liner. Because it's water-based, you can actually break it down with that also to get it off. Yeah, very good tip. Well, thanks. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we've just edited back because basically I said thank you and then Jade said thank you back and then I'm I said thank so you polite. again. I was like, why are we thanking each other for saying thank you? Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hell, no one wants to hear this. But anyway. Right, shall we move on? Because, right, so this is something we discussed in our first podcast. Yeah. But I, I think it's really important to bridal. So I think we should come back to it. Skin prep before the wedding. I'm not talking about the morning of. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about what should a bride do leading up to the wedding and how long before. 
to make sure that their skin is in the best condition it can be for the big day. Yeah, and you can refer back to episode one because we do give a lot of advice about skin prep, but we're going to yeah. go more into like facials, what you should be doing literally the week before your wedding, the yeah. day before and the day of <laughs> with your skin. Mm-hmm. So let's go into facials, I feel first, because facials are something that I always recommend to brides because yeah. and I always recommend to have them leading up about six weeks before the wedding well you've got to make sure they're not alert I always say yeah get one done way before so you know you're not allergic to anything absolutely you do not want a reaction the week before no, your no could you imagine so the one that I would always recommend and the one that I find that suits like goes hand in hand with bridal makeup is something called dermaplaning yeah, because the makeup just sits nicer on the skin afterwards. Yeah, so let's talk a little bit about dermaplane. We've had these done quite regularly, haven't we? Yeah. It's kind of where you get your face shaven. <laughs> you right, so I think the best way to describe it is it just removes the peach fuzz that you get on your face. Yeah, so the makeup just looks so flawless. And also, it yeah. deep, it really deeply exfoliates, so it gets all the shit out, which is why I'd say your first one should be at least six weeks before. Yeah, because you may have a reaction. Mm-hmm. Um, not a reaction, but your skin purge. May purge, yeah. Which means when I say purge, it means that all your shit is getting out of underneath your your skin. So to it's the gonna, surface. Yeah, it's bringing it to the surface. Um, I would say really, I mean, most people, brides do book their weddings what a year, two years in advance. So I yeah. would say start putting dermaplaning in your routine. I would say a year before, really, if you can. Yeah, about once every six weeks, I reckon. Yeah, that every four to six weeks you have to get them done, and it shaves the the peach fuzz so all your tash you know the little peach fuzz things around your yeah so when the sunlight hits your skin and you notice every single pore Mm. and hair on your face Mm -hmm. at least it will be hairless exactly (laughs) it just it just trust us when we say to you we have it done regularly it is worth it we wouldn't recommend it if it wasn't definitely we have got a little discount code actually yeah that has been given to us especially by someone who does dermaplaning. Mm-hmm. Miss Nikita. Miss Nikita Fuller. So her Instagram handle, which is where she will take the book in, so you just have to DM her, is at Nikita M-U-A. So it's N-I-K-I-T-A M-U-A. Yeah. And if you DM her and quote the code Gloss and Goss 25, you are actually going to get 25% off your dermaplaning treatments with her. That is amazing. Thank you so much, Nikita very generous (laughs) thank you so we're like shouting her out thank you so much Nikita do you know what I'm I I genuinely feel like a radio host I know I do we're getting a bit bit too into this I feel no I feel (laughs) like I found my niche I feel like you have you're like look at you with your little she's got this record we have to do it on this special recording thing you have got the Mac in front of me I'm editing as I go like it's just I'm just feel like I'm a natural I feel like I do feel like you found the makeup. Maybe I should move into this to radio hoster. But then on a radio, we can't stop it and edit. No, I know. And we do fuck up quite a lot and laugh. You have fits of giggles (laughs) for like 10 minutes. And we're like, we can't put that in. Yeah, this is true. I don't know how good I'd be at doing this with anyone else. No, I don't. No, I don't think so. Either we'd be like, what are you doing? It's just we bounce, you know. It is what it is. This is true. Right. Um, What other facials? Let me think. So dermaplaning is definitely the first one. There's something called a hydrofacial, which I've never had, but I've heard so many things about it. Oh, what is it? I don't really know. So... (laughs) <laughs> well, that's great review in there. <laughs> great advice. Oh my god, I I'm don't know. It just sounds good, doesn't it? Hydrofacial. It does. Yeah, I do think facials are a big deal for your. Yeah. Your oh, build I up. know. Microneedling. Oh, but that needs to be done a lot sooner, pores. don't it? Yeah, it does need to be done months um, beforehand. Months and months because um, 
you know, it can kind of, it takes a long time to heal. Microneedling is where they take, yeah. they stipple your skin and the blood comes to the surface. Am I right? It's called the vampire facial? Yep. That's uh, what, I'm pretty sure that's the term of it. I think there are different types of microneedling, oh, okay. so I'm not too sure. However, I do know that microneedling is for people with sun damage, pigmentation, mm. larger pores. If you've got problem areas with your skin that you know of quite a long time before mm-hmm. your wedding, this is something that you can have done to you know, manage that and Rejuvenate. prepare for your big day. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um. So what else? Let me think. So I feel like exfoliating, obviously we do talk about that a lot in episode one. Yeah. So again, I always you can feel refer like back brides should exfoliate their skin the morning of, just with a mm-hmm. daily exfoliator because it's going to, you know, renew your skin and make it a lot brighter for the day. And don't use a rough one. I'm no. going to throw a name out there. St. Ive Scrub, throw it away. It yeah. is too abrasive for your skin. So if you have that, just throw it. You don't understand the damage it actually does to your skin. Yeah, it's quite hard. It's too grainy. Yeah, or you can use like a glycolic acid toner instead, which um, like Pixie Glow Tonic for yeah, the morning. Yeah, that's got that and particles in yeah. it, hasn't it? Yeah. Um, let's just quickly talk about a moisturiser, a good moisturiser mm-hmm. to use leading up to the big day. Obviously, it depends on your skin type, but one of my favourite brands, um, and they cater for all skin types, mm-hmm. is the Ule Henriksen. Yeah, so you'd have to obviously go in there and have a little look. Or in boots, they sell it. Yeah, in boots, or just go online and have a little look at which one would suit your skin type. Yeah, they're quite good with the descriptions and yeah, explaining quite easy to how explain. to find what suits your skin type. Yeah. But yeah, that's definitely... A good brand, wouldn't you say? Yeah, they're my favourite. We have actually had a lot of questions come through because we went on Instagram and asked everyone if there's any bridal questions and we've had a lot. So we are going to be doing that near the end of the podcast. So In our little Q&A session. In our little Q&A. For now, should we move on? Yeah, news of the week. I feel like there has been a lot going on in the news this uh, week. Although, we haven't heard much about Corona, which is a no. plus. <laughs> But we have heard a lot about Meghan and Harry. We cannot not address it. I mean, what a fucking shambles. Before we get into the interview, can I just ask you? Go on. Are you a fan of Meghan or not? No. No. I'm glad you said that because I'm not either. And my reason for that is because I don't think she she comes across very likeable. No. And I don't feel like she comes across very genuine. And I thought that on their wedding day. I thought that from the beginning. That's nothing to do with the interview. That's Mm -hmm. just my personal opinion on her from what I've seen. Same. I thought that right from the beginning. Obviously, she's an American actress. And I feel like she can act. I mean, I'm a big fan of Suits. Yeah. And I did did like her in Suits, to be fair. Mm -hmm. Um, Did I ever think she would one day come into our monarchy? Never crossed my mind (laughs) when I was watching it. Um, I mean, it's been massive, massive news this week. And... No matter what your opinion is on her or Harry or the situation, it's not nice to hear what she's gone through. Yeah, I completely agree. Nobody should have to feel the way that she felt. I mean, I'm, I can't relate because I've never been in that state before where I felt no. like I don't want to live. No, I've never course. had that. I had a little spell when I was in my early 20s where I went to the doctors Did and you? he told me that I had depression. basically I told him I'd just come home I've just moved home from uni Mm -hmm. and my lifestyle completely changed everything and I was just really down Mm -hmm. um and I was getting a lot of headaches I didn't feel right in myself I can't really remember what symptoms I had at the time but I remember Mm -hmm. going to the doctors 
And he told me that I had depression and offered me antidepressants straight away. Bloody, I feel like that should be the he last He prescribed resort. me antidepressants straight away. And I never went to the chemist and got them. I never oh. took them. Um, what kind of bloody hell? That's a, I that's mean, we're talking 10 years ago now. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, we have moved. Lo- yeah, it was a, a long time ago. But even at the time, I remember thinking to myself, I don't think I'm depressed. Yeah. Like, I, I was just going through a very low spell, but I'm... Luckily, I've never been to the point where I don't want to live anymore. Yeah, no, and I can't even imagine Mm-mm. how difficult that must be. And out of the whole world, our press are savage. Oh, God, the British, relentless. Oh, the British press, what is their issue? Like, yeah. what is their issue? I mean, they hounded poor Diana. Yeah. They did. Michael Jack. I mean, Michael Jackson got how like the level that these press go to. Yeah, and I really feel for Harry because I think yeah. in his mind he really feels like history was repeating itself. And he's protecting his family. Yeah, which if I don't w- think anyone can blame him for. Like he said, he come home, his wife was breastfeeding and crying, saying she didn't want to live. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry, but as a man and as a as a human, sorry, you have to protect your family. And if that means coming out of the royal family to do so, then I understand why he done that. Yeah. The one thing that did strike me, and I saw a newspaper article about it. <laughs> newspaper article. I saw it on Daily Mail. Bloody hell. No, it wasn't Daily Mail. It was the Mirror. Oh. A bit more believable. Mm. Not BBC um, News just yet. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I read this thing from the head of security at the Met Police. Mm-hmm. And he was saying that it would have cost £4 million a year in taxpayers' money for them to have British security over there. Mm-hmm. However, the British security can't use their guns in America. So what is the point in having yeah, British security Yeah, what are you protecting them against? And also, a lot of these people have families over here. It would have been too much to expect them to go and live for long periods of time in America. You know... You can't warrant it. No, the whole, li- the whole world doesn't revolve around them. And he was saying that he feels like they had a sense of entitlement. Mm. Um, and that's what the issue with the security was it wasn't because they was just moving to america and they wanted to be assholes yeah it's because they was moving to america and the british security couldn't protect them there yeah so what would the point be and also sorry but you've moved to america <laughs> you're moving yeah. to you're, are you not a citizen of america lived, then if they chose to still live in the uk they would still have their security yeah i know I don't, I, I don't understand the security thing. At the end of the day, she done... I mean, they've got money. He's just signed a multi-million pound Netflix and Spotify deal. Hun, yeah. get your own security. <laughs> leave Liz alone. Li- <laughs> Queenie leave Liz. Liz alone. Li- hashtag leave Liz alone. I mean, <laughs> poor Liz. She's gone through it, isn't she? I mean, her son's going through a, you know, paedophile trial. He soon. did back the Queen, though. And he said that... And Meghan did as well. She said that the Queen has always been nothing but nice to her. Yeah, I know. I can't imagine Queenie in, you know, her age is going to be bothered. But I mean, she's, you know, she's at the end of her yeah, reign now. She probably just wants an easy life. She's, and the, do you know what? It made me die because my sister turned around. She was like, you know, she's having issues with her son, you know, <laughs> with a trial and her grandson's gone turbo. I saw a <laughs> meme. I saw a meme the other day and it said something like, um, the biggest travesty in the monarchy in something like 84 years. Mm-hmm. And, some, and then underneath it was like, nothing to do with the fact that her son's a pedo then yeah, or something like that exactly it's, like it's all a- completely been forgotten about oh, no. and the thing is i know she mentioned race and obviously that has to be taken seriously i don't know why in 2021 people still give a shit about other people's skin tone it's baffling to me yeah. why do people care 
Yeah, I know. It obviously it baffles me as well. And it it just you know I feel like with the coronavirus, Great Britain has done an amazing thing with our vaccine system. It's made history. We are the first people to produce a vaccine that quick and vaccinate this many people that the whole world was talking about us in such a positive light and now now it's just a bit of a shit show yeah it's a shit show and they've they've kind of made our monarchy look racist which reflects the british public we don't want our leaders of the country Mm. to be accused because obviously it's just an accusation of being racist i don't want our monarchy to be like that prince william did come forward didn't Ooh, he and he, he said, ain't happy is he i think that's the only thing that's been said isn't it no the, they did bring a statement out saying they're going to deal with it as a family oh. the racist remark but okay. harry no not harry sorry william he got asked by the press uh yesterday i believe and they said are you a racist family and he said that we are very much not a racist family and yeah. then they said have you talked to harry and he said no but i will do and i remember thinking he is fuming dum, dum, dum. <laughs> He's fucking fuming. Yeah, but he's livid. He's livid. And plus, it's just caused such, like, a press frenzy. I'd love to be a fly family. on the wall for that phone conversation. Like, William just ringing Harry up. Mm. What, like, how, what would he say? I wonder how they talk to each other, where it'd be like, Harry, what are you playing at? Or like, what the fuck? Why <laughs> the hell have you what been saying that? Fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> like, what the fuck have you been saying? Why have you caused all this ag? That's what I'd be saying to my <laughs> sister. I'd be like, why have you caused all this aggro about saying that? Probably wasn't said in the context that she's made it out to sound like. Yeah. And I mean, um, I don't not believe her. I just, I just don't yeah. feel like... I feel like she's quite manipulative. We That's don't know I the feel. facts. They, didn't, they, they, they threw it out there with absolutely no backing. They didn't tell us who it is, ha- what context it was said in. Also, we've got to remember, there's two sides to every story. Mm-hmm. And each story may not be right or wrong no it's from that person's perspective Mm -hmm. you've you know you've they're seeing things very very differently clearly yeah i would love to have been i'd love to be a fly on the wall in the royals and you know where Mm. else i would love to have been a fly on the wall and if it ever got asked me this is what i'd say that fucking Beyonce, Jay Z, and Solange lift in the yeah. I would I would love to know what went what down we, in that lift. Yeah, that is my said. fly on the moment. That's what I would do. Fly on the wall moment would be that. Yeah, that what was very be? bizarre. Have you ever thought about it? I lay uh, there many nights awake thinking of my fly on the wall moment. Do you? That's not what I lay awake thinking about. <laughs> 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 What's yours then? I don't know really. I think. Oh, actually, I do okay, know. Go on. I would love to know what really went down between um, Britney and Justin. <laughs> Britney and Justin? Is that because it's all come to light recently? Yeah. I w- did she cheat on him? Didn't she? I would just love to know. A fly on the- Is that a fly on the wall moment where St. Pinnacle happened? Did they have like a massive fat fight or something then? Or you just know, maybe. Know, you just want to know the details. I want to know if she cheated on him. Bloody hell. Well, don't we all? But you it doesn't know. keep me up at night. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the Meghan and Harry thing is, you know, we've all seen it. I don't think we need to discuss it any further because mm. oh, everyone bored has of their it own. Now. Of, yeah, I am bored of it, but I'm also bored of Corona. So I don't know out of the two which one I'd rather listen to all week. Probably yeah. Meghan and Harry. Yeah, there is another very serious oh, um, yeah. issue that's been in the news the last couple of days, and mm. that is the Sarah Everard story. Yeah. I don't know if that's how you pronounce her name. I think it is. Yeah, Sarah Everard. Um, I I'm in shock. Like, yeah. I, I mean, do we know if it is an unprovoked attack yet? I don't know. What I do know is I've seen so many memes and not memes, should we say, quotes about you know 
holding your keys in your hand mm-hmm. crossing the street if you see a guy walking towards you like which we all do i've done all of these things i but still you don't, do it yeah i still do it but you don't actually think about it and it's not until it's been brought to light now that yeah. i've thought actually like yeah you do i do do all these things and it i do worry like mm-hmm. i would never walk down the street on my own at night time i just would wouldn't I. no matter what area i'm in i've set up my emergency contacts because yeah, i still I say circulate uh, you know what it is so true all them things that come out i sit there and think oh my god i do that but i do it so naturally because i've been brought up to be careful as a woman yeah but actually you know you do need to educate your sons as well yeah, and i for one will be making sure that my son is respectful yeah sensitive towards these issues as he's growing up i don't i don't want him to be ignorant no i want him to grow up being very aware no about of this reality and i will be making sure that he's brought up in the right way yeah good and i you know with this i mean this is absolutely horrendous what's happened if it is unprovoked i mean you know he lured her in with his police badge which scares me that we've got police officers you know we're supposed to feel protected we're supposed to put our trust in these people yeah and for them to find out it's a met police officer that is scary i always ask i remember once when i um had my house we got woken up at one in the morning with four policemen bashing down our door because there was an altercation and in the end we found out that they actually had the wrong address but Mm -hmm. we got woken up and I was obviously shitting myself because they were about to bash my door in and I went down there and there was four of them staring at me and I was like can I see ID this is first thing I did I was like I need to see ID I know there was four of them there was loads of police cars there and obviously they were legit but I do think it's important to ask for ID when you're letting anyone in I feel like you're very savvy like that I don't even know if I would think of that if a police officer came up to me Mm. showed me his warrant card and said I don't know like you need to come with me there's something very serious happening here Mm -hmm. I, I don't know if I would question it because it's someone in the public that you trust mm. well that's the, the problem officer. isn't it yeah i i personally would i would be like what are the ch-? you know i'd ask them like what the what am, what are you bringing me in for? yeah i wouldn't just go along with them but i would but it's trust trust that it? person more because yeah. they've got that badge i feel awful i just can't believe that something like this i i know this sounds really naive and i hope a lot of people can relate when i say this but it's almost like it's an American thing, like just randomly getting, it doesn't really happen here that you hear of, you know, like randomly getting abducted and killed. I mean, yes, it happens. Do not get it wrong. I'm not saying it doesn't happen, but because it was so unprovoked and if it was a random attack, she was just walking home. I think it's because it's quite close to our area as well. It's very close. Bigger shockwaves through the local area. It's very close. And also, um, I have got a bit of news, I suppose, about it because my um, sister was driving past Faversham mm. and Faversham is somewhere really, really close to where we're based. It's literally yeah. in the next town. And she went past the woodland and she said that it was all taped off. There was h- l- hundreds of police officers there. Oh, it makes me feel sick. And it, I just think, where have they found these remains? You know, that's really close to home if it's up the road. But yeah. obviously, sh- I think she got... It was in Croydon. I want to. Is it Croydon? Clapham, I think. Clapham. That's it. Which again is. I mean, the whole thing. Honestly, the whole thing is just shaking me to my core. I haven't read too much into the story. All I know is obviously everything that's been posted on social media, and mm. it's brought so much awareness around. Yeah. About how careful women, women are. feel like they need to be. I mean, we've all been wolf whistled and stuff. That's not okay either. No, I find it actually quite intimidating. I find it intimidating. We've all been there where a man has made a woman feel. I mean, this, I used to work in an office back in the day and the mm. sexual innuendos that I used to get, 
as yeah. a young girl, I would not accept now as a woman no. in my 30s. I think I look back at my 18 year old self and I think, how is this 45 year old man making a sexual innuendo at you? Yeah. That's not okay. But no, at the not. time, I wasn't educated enough to really, you know, you're young, you don't really think of these things. But if that happened now, I'd have something to say. Yeah. And they're saying it's not enough for men to just not be that way mm. if they hear another man or another group of men mm-hmm. speaking in a derogatory way about yeah. women they should be pulled up on that and held accountable absolutely and i'm not i'm not tarnishing every man with the same brush you know what i mean There's, no. you know there is some good men out there and yeah really respectful the, men yeah, the wolf whistling that sometimes it could be just boys burn or you know but again that's yeah. not acceptable because but then again i have been around a group of women before with um how can i put it we had a naked butler, which obviously that is was, was his job. He yeah. was serving us drinks. And I suppose, you know, we was doing it to him a bit, maybe. Like, obviously, you know, like the sexual remarks. But then I think... Yeah, but do you think he job? felt intimidated by that? No, that's And also, you was in no. a different environment where he was being paid to be eye candy, I suppose. Yeah, like when we went stream boys. I mean, yeah. 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 No, yeah. Okay, yeah. No, I get that, actually. I You're feel right. very lucky that I've been brought up surrounded by men that are quite respectful like mm, my very dad's respectful. very respectful my granddad is old school he's very respectful you know my boyfriend now is respectful mm-hmm. i would hope that my son grows up knowing how to treat women he will um he has enough women around him he's got enough women around him yeah absolutely strong women as well i mean if he if he ever broke a girl's heart i'd have something to say to him yeah absolutely <laughs> and i would want you to as well yeah, of he course. needs I'm not the type of person that would let him, just because he's my son, mm-hmm. let him get away with something. If he does something wrong, I'm going to pull him up on it. Absolutely. And I think that you need those people around you to do that, to make you and mould you into the into a good person. Yeah, I believe that if you, you know, treat people a certain way or you behave a certain way, you should have consequences for your actions. And I'll make sure that he does if he, you know ever behaves that way yeah no i agree which and i hope he wouldn't he <laughs> won't he's a lovely little boy bless him <laughs> yeah. um but yeah we're obviously we don't know the full facts about the sarah case i'm dreading like when everything does come out about it because it is yeah. awful it's close to home and it's just you just wouldn't want to wish it upon your worst enemy like no it's horrendous oh, it makes me feel sick but um there's a lot of things that you can be doing like I, we both posted up um how to set up your emergency contacts on your iphone I yeah think it's really, really really important to do really that. important please do that i mean it takes takes literally two minutes and it could save your life one day just because you think it would never happen to you yeah doesn't mean it would never happen you have to be careful absolutely (laughs) right should we turn this around and make it a bit light-hearted again (laughs) yes i feel like that was very heavy that was a very heavy 20 minutes it was heavy um we have got some questions for our bridal section so i'm just gonna fire them out so first one is there anything that stops your face sweating and makeup sliding off when dancing in the evening slash a broad wedding? This is a good one. It is a good one. And I think the only way to prevent things like this is sheer layers. And sandwiching with your powder and your, yeah. your primer. It's how you apply your products and not putting too much on and placing the product strategically. And also get some Mac Fix Plus. It is the most cooling, calming thing. If you're hot, yeah. spraying on Mac Fix, Mac Fix Plus, is it's not going to move your makeup because sometimes no. you spray it on and I drench my face and sometimes I think, oh shit, is it going to take it off? It will not take it off. That's what no. they're actually there for. Oh, but also Urban Decay All Nighter Setting Spray. Yeah, that's Best a good thing. one. That's a Best good one. Best thing to fix your makeup in place. Absolutely. 
Second question, what is the best makeup slash skin products to conceal tired eyes if you've not slept well the night before? I actually really love the eye masks that you get that you can put in the fridge. Oh, yeah. Because I, I, I love them. If you put them on your face um, or underneath your eyes, when you're doing your eyeshadow and eye makeup, it's really cooling and it reduces puffiness and it's a good way to prep your eyes before putting your concealer on. And also, that is a good point because we always do the eyes first because like yeah. I said, if you get anything that falls onto the face, that camera is going to pick it up. So mm-hmm. you can just easily wipe it away. Yes, I love the eye mask. Eye cream is a must. The Banana Bright... Ule Henriksen. Ule, Ule, I can never... Ule. Ule Henriksen eye cream. That is an absolute must. It's got a yellow tone in it. It instantly brightens. Yeah. Um, you can also, depending on what colour you have underneath your eyes, you can use a corrector. We do actually go into this in our previous podcast yeah. when we go through our concealers um, with what colours would counteract what. But I would always say to use a corrector and then go in with... I'd well, say go in with a peachy tone concealer because yeah. that's going to um, conceal any dark circles yeah. and then you can use more of a yellow base concealer to brighten afterwards. Layer your products. You want to correct, conceal, brighten. That are the three steps to under eye brightening. The next question, so we'll just answer this one. Do you still use fake eyelashes if the person has lash extensions? I do, depending on the eyelash extensions and what look that the bride would like you to create. Yeah, and I don't tend to go in with a full-on strip lash. Mm -hmm. I'll probably just add individual stick-on lashes. Yeah, like the individual... I usually put them at the end to like make a wing effect, depending again on the eye shape, which we are going to actually be covering next week because we're going to be doing eyes. Yeah, and it's personal preference to the... You know, whatever the bride wants, really, which is what you should discuss on the trial beforehand. Yes, definitely. Trials are an absolute must. Mm -hmm. Right, okay. So I think the other questions that we got sent in, we have actually covered throughout this podcast. Yeah. Um, We are going to give our number. So if you've got any questions regarding eye makeup, which is what we're going to be discussing in next week's podcast. Yeah, like eye shapes, eye colours, techniques, anything you want to know. Anything at all, give us a text or WhatsApp on 07379 So exciting. We're on our episode eight next week. We are actually going to be bringing out two podcasts next week. Yeah. Um, We're going to be releasing our first one Wednesday at six o'clock and our next one will be Sunday at six o'clock. We just enjoy it so much. We've got so much to talk about. We really have. I feel like people are going to get sick of our voices. I feel like it's because you're the only person I really talk to at the moment. (laughs) You are. My phone is so dry. You literally actually are. At least you've got a bloody boyfriend. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, but you will never be replaced. Ah, thank you. And thank you for everyone and everyone's support. We can't believe how much support we've had for this podcast, to be fair. I know. It's actually overwhelming. I had no idea that it was going to. Be, I thought like, it'd be successful yeah, actually. I thought it'd be literally our five friends would download it and yeah. we'd be like, okay, cool, that's enough. But yeah, we just want to say thank you so much. Again, we have to put it in our intro now, but if you could show your support by subscribing, rating, reviewing, we really, really do appreciate it. Yeah. But until next time, as RuPaul would say, <laughs> bye. bye.